0: Welcome back to the On Air with Jamie podcast. Today's show is brought to you by Superconscious Shift Sessions, the most effective way that you can do the deep inner work. And guess what? They're just 60 minutes, 60 minutes with me and you going deep on the things that are holding you back, uncovering it all and recoding it at the root cause so that you can go and do the things that you are literally here to do. I am honestly the most cliche bitch on this planet, but I am so fucking excited for the next two episodes that are about to drop on this podcast, YouTube, wherever it is that you're watching and listening to this, because what I have for you is number one, it's basically One call split into two pieces. So the first segment is going to be a frequently asked question segment. I brought on my amazing podcast manager, Ebony. Here's the thing Ebony has been working with me behind the scenes on this show for the last 18 months. She has been so deeply immersed in this work as much as I have, and she still had questions. So that says to me if she has questions, You have questions. And so rather than me ask you all of the questions and, you know, plan out a whole episode, I decided, you know what? Fuck that. We don't do things like that here. We're bringing Ebony on live to literally ask me in the hot seat. Like I was not prepared for anything that she asked me. And I I wanted to do that really intentionally because I just don't like it. When people have to like over-prepare for things, it gives me the vibe that they don't fully know their shit. And I don't want you getting that vibe from me. I want you to see, to experience that I literally live, eat and breathe this shit. And you can ask me anything on the spot and I will answer it because I am so convicted in the work that I do. And that probably sounds really arrogant, but I actually don't care at this point. So I brought Ebony on live to ask me all of the deep burning questions that she has had since the beginning of working together. And that is what you're going to get to experience in this first segment. Now, what I want to say before we go into that is that if you actually have more questions that we did not answer, that I have not answered on this show, What I want you to do right now is go to my Instagram. It's at Jamie Lee White. I want you to open up the DMs and I want you to send me that burning question that you still have, that thing that is stopping you from actually experiencing this work for yourself. And I'm going to answer it right there on the spot for you i won't even make content out of it it's just going to be me and you i'll answer your question because i really want more people to understand the work that i do and understand why it is so important and why i love it while you're there make sure that you screenshot and share this episode so that other people can get to see this amazing work in action as well before i dive into Q&A segment that we did with Ebony. What I also want to share is that this is actually a two-part segment. This is a two-part episode. So today is all about the questions, answering them, you know, really clearing up any concerns that Ebony in particular had, which I'm taking to mean that potentially you also in particular have. Then we also went into a recode. So I recorded a whole recode section with Ebony live. She has never experienced this before. We got her responses beforehand, what she was expecting to happen, and then her experience afterwards, her feedback. And what I've also done, because you can't actually listen to this and experience it for yourself. I'm not tapped into your energy maybe I'll explain that also as part of the next episode. I will, but I'm not tapped into your energy. So you won't be able to like listen along and experience it for yourself. So what I'm going to do is actually narrate over the top of it. So you can understand what I'm doing, when and why, so that you can really understand the depths that we're getting to in this work. Now, I don't want to hold this up any longer because these are going to be honestly a bit longer episodes than what they normally would be. So let's dive straight into this week's Q&A with Ebony. Welcome, Ebony, to the On Air with Jamie podcast. Again, this is your second appearance, which is so fun, but I'm honestly so excited to have you because for, I mean, probably everyone knows because I feel like I drop your name all the time through my episodes unintentionally. It just comes out. Um, But for anyone listening, Ebony is my amazing podcast manager. And we've brought her on today to do a little Q&A, a a sneaky recode. Like we want to really give you behind the scenes of how this all works. And I actually don't want to like fluff around too much. I want to dive straight into all of the questions that Ebony has, because I feel like if Ebony, the person who literally like edits all of my stuff has questions, you have questions that are probably the same as she has. So let's go. Let's go, fire them at me. I want to also say, I actually don't know what she's going to ask me beforehand. So like, this is very raw and real and like live.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I also think that also, hi everyone. I think that this is better because like Jamie said, this is going to be so organic and really good for those people who are listening, who love your content and are listening as much as I am. Probably no one listens, listens as much as I do because <laughs> I listen to like each episode multiple times. But I thought maybe you could give me a quick, and the listeners, a really quick run through of like what we're actually going to do today just to give awesome. them some context.
0: Yeah, beautiful. So what I want to really bring to you is like a sneak peek of what is behind the scenes of a session with me. And so what we do in a session is there's a few like really important points that you'll notice as we go through like the actual practice part. Number one is that we never start by looking for problems. I always begin with getting you to tell me what you're working towards, what your vision is, what those things are that you're like manifesting or calling into your world. And the reason that we do this is starting by looking for problems, which is where I find a lot of personal development work starts. And and I don't believe that it's done intentionally to keep you stuck in problem solving, but that is exactly what it does. When you start looking for problems you will find problems and your ego, your unconscious, your subconscious will all start to come up with all of these stories and possible things that could be in the way. And what I see happen is that it basically makes like a mountain out of a molehill. Something will come up that's not really the issue and you don't go any further because you're like, oh, like there's the problem, that's the thing. Or it could be something that comes up and you're like, oh, I didn't know that was there. And then you start to fixate on it and you start to see all of the ways that that could be playing out. And what I find is that that keeps people really stuck in like looking for those problems, finding those problems, fixating on those problems, when we really just need to acknowledge that there's things there, acknowledge that there's things keeping us stuck and actually go to the root cause and reprogram them. Now, the other thing that we do is we then go into a visualization practice where we actually allow your subconscious mind to fully experience the thing that you want to call into your reality, like where I'm actually gonna guide you through to see that vision playing out as if it is currently happening. What this does is allows, because our subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what's real and what's imagined, what's visualized, your subconscious is then naturally going to put up red flags as to what could come up on the journey to living that reality does that make sense Mm. so we're really allowing your subconscious mind to tell us what is in the way as opposed to me starting to ask you a whole heap of questions to uncover what's in the way it's just a much faster process once we uncover what's in the way we, we really start to unpack it. We look back at now and we uncover what else could be coming up, what beliefs are different, what things are really different between where you are now and where you desire to be. So this really unpacks that more and really just shows you the difference. It's not about making it wrong. It's not about being like, oh, my future is so much better than where I am now. We're literally just examining the difference between where you are now and where you want to be. What this does is actually sets up tension and I've got my rubber bands today, which I'm really excited about because I always forget these, but, and I've just fling them. They've broken. We don't have the rubber bands. So (laughs) like I couldn't have planned that if I tried. What it does is it actually creates tension like in rubber bands. When we pull rubber bands, they create tension and tension seeks release. Right? So what we want to do is set up what we call creative tension between where you are now and where you desire to be. And that is everything that we do in this session. We're really setting up that tension We're we're uncovering what's in the way. We're uncovering the things that are actually going to pull you back and pull you out of that tension because that's what our subconscious mind really wants to do. It wants to come in and be like, Oh, but that's not safe. And I want to pull you over here. Now I want to pull you over here and I want to pull you back here and you'll get pulled all around the place. And I see this happen so much. So we set up that tension. We, remove any of the blocks, anything that's in the way, anything that's going to create that opposing attention so that essentially by the end of the session, you're ready to like shoot across the room just like my rubber bands just did.
1: Okay. I love that. All right. I'm going to dive into some questions now. I've been trained in NLP. I know it's not the exact same, but I've done a lot of work. So people say I've also, I've seen hypnotherapists and one thing that has stuck in my mind, which makes me nervous for these kinds of sessions. I had a hypnotherapy session and it was to do with kind of root cause work, but I was asked to like go back to that root cause or, and it was like, this moment is going to pop up into your mind and it's going to, and like, and then she was like, and what is it? And nothing popped up in my mind. And so I said a few times like, oh, can't think of anything, like there's nothing there. And then I just felt awkward after a few times, and was like, "Okay, it's this." And like, and I just feel like I didn't get the most out of that session because there was this, this awkwardness because I couldn't. It just wasn't coming to me. And then I think because I was trying too hard, I literally just made it up. So I feel like the question, and we spoke about this a while ago, is like, "What do we have to do?" Like, "What do we have to do in this session?"
0: That's a great question, and the answer is absolutely nothing. I love apart it. Apart from <laughs> give me permission to connect to you because what i'm doing is i am connecting my energetic field to your energetic field so i want to explain that a little bit more and i also want to touch on because i think this will be really helpful um why i don't like taking people back to relive past experiences and why you don't actually have to do that in the session because i think that a lot of people do have resistance to that Mm -hmm. and it's fucking understandable and i want to like really dissipate all of that so firstly what we need to understand is that we have three levels of consciousness. We have our conscious mind that we're all aware of, our ego, as some people call it. It's like our identity. It's everything that we're consciously aware of. Then deeper in, and notice I go from out to in. And that's really important to know because your superconscious is the core of you. And it's really easy to think of this stuff as being outside of you because we're so conditioned to give our power away. But your superconscious is actually the deepest le- deepest depths of yourself, of your psyche, your highest self, if you will. It's all knowing. It's all being, right? So we go from consciousness to subconscious. You know, our subconscious mind is our autopilot. It's where everything, everything comes from, everything stems from. It's our memories, it's our belief systems. It is where our emotions are stored and it really controls the way that we move in our life. And that's where most things kind of stop, right? Most personal development stops at that level and that's perfectly fine. What I find is super conscious is it's actually not a new thing. It's just not widely spoken about. Mm. But lots of people refer to superconscious in different ways. This is like I've read texts that refer to it almost as like godlike. Some texts refer to it as higher self. Joe Dispenza really talks about it just in layers of quantum field. But it all is actually the same thing, which is superconscious, your highest self, your most unlimited self. It is. A part of you that actually was here way before you were born. It's almost like your soul, right? That comes with you from different lifetimes because it's attached that way. It's all seeing, it's all knowing. Your superconscious has access to information from all timelines in the quantum, all possible aspects for your life, right? And I want to just say that that in itself is really a lot to digest for people. It really is a lot to digest to think that there is part of us that is so big and, and it does feel like it's outside of us. Like when we think about the quantum, we think about it being this big, massive thing that's outside of us. But I really think that this disconnect it is like one of the biggest pieces to seeing how inherently powerful you are. Is to see that you actually have access to this. This is your your innate wisdom, your intuition. Like when you tap into that, just knowing that you have inside of you, this is what you're actually tapping into. You're mm-hmm. actually tapping into superconscious. Now, when it comes to superconscious, what I'm doing, because it's an energetic thing, it's not something that's physically somewhere in your body. Like when we talk about um the subconscious mind, we can link it to different parts of our brain, right? When we talk about superconscious, we can't link it to somewhere in our body but it's our energetic realm. It's our energetic frequency, right? And so we can connect to that. I can ask for permission. I can connect to you and I can guide your superconscious to places that it needs to go within you, within your body, within your your different timelines, your past lives, your energetic frequency, your mind and your body. And I can guide it to look for things that it can then clear and unblock for you. So the coolest thing about this is I'm actually not doing anything more than being a guide. I'm just a guide in this process. You are actually doing all the work, right? Mm-hmm. Your superconscious is doing the work. It's it's looking for the things, it's bringing the things up, it's clearing the things. I'm just telling it where to go. And I think that's again really important to know because we always want to give our power away. We want to give our power to the modality, to the coach, to the mentor. You're actually in control of this. I'm just the guide. I just have the ability to, to connect and I know where to guide it, right? And so in all of this, when we come to getting to the root event, I will never ask you to revisit an event. You don't need to revisit an event because your superconscious super conscious that has access to all timelines and all possible realities and all of the things that you've experienced can access it without bringing it to your conscious awareness. And i actually believe that that is the most important part of the work because to ask someone to revisit a traumatic event is actually going to cause them to relive that trauma Mm -hmm. it's going to then elicit the same response in the body it's you're going to feel the triggers you're going to feel the emotions come up and some people say that that's incredibly powerful and it may well be But there are some events that happen for people that they don't need to go back and relive in order to heal from it. Can you imagine if you were, you know, abused as a child and someone asked you and said to you that in order to heal from that, you had to go back to the moment that it was happening. Like that to me actually hurts my heart, even thinking that people would have to do that. Mm. And so the other thing that happens is exactly like what happened to you where you're like, well, nothing's coming up. And then you make it wrong and you think, well, I don't know, like what's wrong with me? But what if the thing that's actually blocking you is so painful for your body to re-experience that your body is actually blocking it itself? Mm. And that could be what's happening, right? The other thing is that these events happen from childhood or they happen from past lives and they are incredibly painful. Even though logically to look at it, you're like, oh, well, that was really nothing. Like, you know, I was bullied in school. So what? To that part of you, that was an incredibly painful moment. That part of you is going to want to hide it from your active awareness. You're not going to want to go back to that. And the beautiful thing is that you don't have to. You don't have to make things up. You don't have to go back and re-experience it. We can actually clear it and unplug from it, from this level, from this energetic level, so that it just, it's not that it doesn't necessarily ever come up again, but when it does, it's not charged. Mm. It's not triggered. Like we're not erasing memories. We're not going into your brain and scrubbing things out. What we're doing is unplugging from the emotions.
1: No, it's a massive relief because yeah, back when that hypnotherapy session was happening, it wasn't like a super, super traumatic thing that I had to go back to, but it wasn't nice. And I, and I just, yeah, it just didn't feel like necessary. And so I think That a lot of anxiety around these sessions would probably come from people thinking what is going to be dredged up. It's really nice to know that I don't have to come with certain things like primed and know that it is a guided experience. That, yeah. Like as if I was going to go see a podiatrist. I wouldn't be like, okay, I've got I've to gotta do all of these things. I've got to make sure I know all the bones in my foot just so I can tell them which one hurts. It's like, no, you're going to see someone who's an expert in this. They're going to help you. You just need to go.
0: Like that's what you need to yeah. do. Yeah. All you need to do is get yourself to the session We do everything else in there. And what you'll see when we go through the session is that it also doesn't usually feel heavy. For some people it does. Like for some people we do, we do have a lot of self-worth issues that we can like really feel, Mm -hmm. but what's cool about it is that you'll also feel the release. Like when the release happens, you'll feel it. But for the most part, it's not like we're diving into your psyche and you need tissues because you're going to cry and it's going to be this big thing (laughs) and you'll have a huge emotional release and then you'll feel amazing don't. don't actually have to do any of that for the most part the sessions generally feel like really light really easy you just get to sit there and like do your thing while I'm doing my thing but what I find really cool is that you can actually feel things happening Mm -hmm. like everyone's experience is different and this is really fun some people get like really vivid visions and downloads and inspiration and they'll get off a session and be like I journaled for three hours all of this stuff came out I'm so excited to now run and like implement all of this stuff in my life and in my business whereas for other people it's just an experience and you can kind of like you can kind of feel things like moving and shifting in your in your body and like kind of in your reality I guess um is like what it kind of stands for and other people it's just like a really cool chill experience and they get off the call and they're like i just feel light Mm. like light is the the biggest feedback that i get is like i just feel so light like i can just go and just do my thing and it feels easy and effortless
1: in terms of getting the most out of this session i know that you've said some people they might just need one some people need multiple sessions but how can how, what are the complementary things that i can do to make sure that i'm getting the most out of this session and what would you recommend
0: doing straight after is there a practice that i can you know implement You're probably going to be a little bit shocked by my answer, but it's literally to go and do the thing. What I'm going to show you at the end is what we call the wisdom process. And it's the way that you can get your obvious next aligned step, that intuitive nudge, the thing that you need to do. And the most important thing that you can do at the end of a session is not go and journal for three hours, make time to meditate or anything like that it's actually to go and do the Mm. thing and this is the piece that is missing from so much personal development so much manifestation practices and and like literally this is the key to go and do the thing whatever the thing is that comes up which which will guide i'll guide you through actually because that'll be really fun um you need to do the Mm -hmm. thing right so apart from that though the end of the session and the way that you feel afterwards is like it's again it's such a personal experience for people, but it's really being able to tap into what feels good for you in the moments after the call and to do that for some people, they need to go and rest because we shift so much that they they might feel a bit zonked and they just need to like take it easy and and like chill the fuck out mm. right. The only other thing that I always say is drink heaps of water. Water holds frequency. It helps to flush things from our body. And so drinking heaps of water and staying really hydrated after the session is really important. Mm. But apart from that, it's about really doing what feels like what you feel called to do. If that's journaling, journal. If it's meditating, meditate. But the most important thing you can do is actually go and do the thing that comes up.
1: Mm. Okay. Next question is, who is this session for? And do I have to have, do I have to be like, okay, I've got this certain problem that I want to fix, or I have to be like, there is a certain goal that I want to make.
0: It's actually for yeah. everyone. But the only like, caution that I have is, and it, and it does involve a level of self-awareness, is before you go diving into new modalities, I want you to really check your intention. Mm. Is it because you just desire to create more, to be more, to do more in your life, to experience more? If so, that's perfect. But if it's because you actually have this underlying frequency of I need to fix myself, I need to do this before I can have this, I need to go and heal all of the parts of me that are keeping me from my manifestations, I can still help you, but that's not really the vibe to the Mm -hmm. sessions. The vibe is like we're moving. We're here to move. We're here to shift. We're here to evolve. That is how we manifest. That is how we quantum like you don't have to be perfectly fixed and healed in order to manifest the things that you desire. There are literal millionaires and billionaires that do not do this work. They do not do shadow work. They do not fucking work on Mm. themselves. They don't give a shit. They're just out there doing the thing that they want to do and creating a reality that matches that. So I really don't like the narrative that's like, oh, you have to do this in order to manifest. That's not what it's about. But what I really invite you to do is just check like the intention that you're coming from. Um, while I can, like I said, absolutely help you if you are stuck in problem frequency and you are looking for those things, it's just not really the intention that I want you coming in with. And that would actually be the first thing that I would work with you on, is like looking at why do you think you need to do this in order to have this? Because that in itself is a huge shift that needs to happen before we can really even start propelling you properly forwards through this work or like before you can get the most out of this work because you're so stuck in that problem solving. Mm.
1: Does that make sense? Yeah, a hundred percent, which I would imagine is with all of self-development work, like even if you do the best modality, if you're approaching it from a mindset that it's going to fix you, it's probably not going to help.
0: Yeah. And it's not about the modalities. Like I obviously talk about this all the time because this is my modality Mm. of choice, but at the end of the day, it's not even necessarily about the modality. It's about the way that it's Mm. realised is there anything else? So I'm not going to like answer any more questions, I think, but what I would mm-hmm. love to know is like, is there anything that you're expecting or like, that you're like, think it's going to be like,
1: I just, I feel like what you said before about it, like it being heavy. I'm like, I just don't, I don't want it to be heavy. Like I I don't want to bore my eyes out and all that sort of stuff. Cause obviously there's, there's places and times for that, but that's just like not, yeah not kind of my vibe. I don't know and i'm and i'm and I'm thinking about different circumstances, like whether it's like traditional like psychology or I've seen a hypnotherapist, I've done a bunch of n l p The times that it has been super heavy actually hasn't been that beneficial for me, apart from the fact that I feel crap, and maybe I have this like you know after you have a big cry, you sort of sometimes feel better, but just for that yeah. moment, because it's like that post cry. Feeling. Mm, mm. It's the release. Yeah. yeah. A little bit of, I think, of my anxiety is I'm thinking about like that next step. And when we get to the end, I'm like, well, I don't know what that is yet. So I feel like that's some of it too.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Okay, this is fun. I'm really excited to see like where we're at the <laughs> end of the session. Okay, shall do- we do it? The On Air with Jamie podcast acknowledges the traditional owners of the land in which this episode has been recorded, the Bindle and Wulgaroo Kabar people. We pay our respects to their leaders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people.